I was going faster than I've ever gone before, and yet it all seemed to be happening in slow motion. I was seeing three and four moves ahead, weaving in and out of lanes like an Olympic skier on a gold medal run. I knew I was challenging the very laws of physics. At Queens Boulevard, I took the shoulder. At Jewel Avenue, I used the median. I had it. I was there. And then, I hit the Van Wick. They say no one's ever beaten the Van Wick. But gentlemen, I tell you this. I came as close as anyone ever has. And if it hadn't been for that five-car pile-up on Rockaway Boulevard, that numbskull would be on a plane for Seattle right now instead of looking for a parking space downstairs. Julia Louis-Dreyfus as uh, Elaine Bennis on Seinfeld. And I think one of my favorite episodes because it, it deals with the Van Wyke Expressway. Right, well, that kind of leads into our topic for yeah. this week, Pete Toriello. This is the Sonic <laughs> Boomers podcast. I am Pete Toriello. And I'm Maureen Toriello. And uh, yes, this week we put forth a question for our listeners, and that is, what are the roads, bridges, tunnels, highways, places that really scare the heck out of you when it comes to driving? And the places that... If you don't have to drive there, you won't. You don't want to, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, as a traffic reporter for so many years now, 40 years? Yeah, 40 years. Uh, what are, are there certain roads that are always problem, problematic for the commuters? Yeah, the Van Wyck. <laughs> <laughs> or the Van Wyck, as, as, as people some of the people yeah. say. Um, yeah, and it's the same thing all the time. It's the Gowanus Expressway, 278, coming up through Brooklyn and Queens, but especially coming up through Brooklyn because it's old, it's antiquated. There are some lane restrictions that were put in, I think, about a year ago that have made it even a little tougher to negotiate because they're trying to control the amount of weight on the road because it's it's collapsing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think... Most people would agree that probably 278, the, the Gowanus. In Jersey, I would say the Garden State Parkway. Really? Yeah, because there's areas on the parkway where we always have accidents. Okay. okay. Northbound and southbound at 140 in Union. Right. By Route 22, where mm-hmm. they're doing all that construction work. Yes, yes. And there, there's a cattle chute there. It's very confusing, yeah. The cattle chute is where they have a concrete barrier and you have a couple of lanes to the left and a couple of lanes to the right. And you have to decide where you need to be. And exiting traffic needs to be on the right. Through traffic should stay on the left. And you get these people coming into the cattle chute. And they're like, oh, my God, what do I do? I don't know where to go. Plus, plus the signs. The signs don't exactly line up yeah. with the lanes. I know we were driving there just Sunday. And we were coming down to that spot, and for a split second, we kind of hesitated if we were in the right lane or not, because there's mm-hmm. certain lanes that, certain exits, that if you're not in the right lane, you're never going to get there. Yeah. And there are certain lanes that if you're in it, are an exit-only lane, and you don't 
maybe want to exit and you need to be over just one more spot. And it's very, very um, confusing and it, it, it kind of like blows your, your perspective. Well, you get these people that want to do last second lane changes. Well, that doesn't help. They don't check the mirror mm -hmm. and you have a crash. Yeah. And, you know, when I'm on the air, very often I say, well, we just cleared an accident on the parkway at 140, but give it 20 minutes, there'll be another one. Yeah, you hate to say it like that, but, but yeah, it is. it's the truth. The other spot on the parkway is up at 145 at Route mm -hmm. 280. Right. The other spot is if you're on the parkway and you're trying to get off at Route 1 at Woodbridge. Yes. Or Route 27. Yes. Again, you have people that are in the left lane and they need to get over to the right, and at the last second, they cut in mm -hmm. to traffic. Yeah. And you, you can set your watch, you know, by the number of crashes that we have there in the course of a day. And another spot that I hear quite often reported is on 280, Pleasant Valley Way. Yes. In that area. I don't know why that should be, but it seems like there's always a, and it's usually a school bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, that that's maybe an exit for West Orange High School and for some other, local, you know, West Orange schools or something. But I hear that a lot. And the reason I remember is that our son would be on the bus to West Orange High School when he was of age, and I would hear accident on Pleasant Valley Way with the school bus, and my heart would just go, you know, stop until I heard, okay, the people are okay, it wasn't his bus or whatever. That is why for many years in our company, mm -hmm. we had a policy that if it was an accident involving a school bus, we did not say school bus because you send every parent listening to the radio or mm -hmm. watching the TV into a panic. Yeah. And so for many years, we would just say, uh, you know, a, an, an accident or an accident with a bus or something, but right. we, we would try to not, not to, to say, say school, school bus. bus. Okay, well, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So, what, is there any road, I mean, you've been driving a long time, you, you certainly report on all the roads, mm. and you, you, you know the ins and outs, you, you're a good driver. Is there anyone that really you, you would avoid at all costs if possible? I've gotten used to it over mm -hmm. the years, and I, th I think you have too. But I would say Route 22 through Union, mm -hmm. through Hillside into Newark. Right. Not for the faint of heart. Particularly Route 22 through Union. Okay, for those of you who do not know how Route 22 is laid out in Union, there's an eastbound set of lanes, a westbound set of lanes, and there is a wide island between the two roadways. That island over the years became very heavily developed with stores of every shape and kind, restaurants, fast food, gas stations, furniture stores, you name it, if they could build it, they built it on the center island. When they built Route 22, the original concept was that it was the speedway. It was designed for high-speed access into New York mm -hmm. and into Newark. And that island in the middle was not meant to be developed. It was meant to be scenic and safety right? to keep the two mm -hmm. roadways far apart. In fact, if you look at Route 22, 
uh, the elevation of the two roadways, east and west, are slightly off so that you don't have headlights in your plane of vision. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I think they did that with the turnpike and, and the parkway, too. A lot of it is, is part of modern highway design. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they got that part of it right. But the idea of developing the center island was not a good idea. And then it's not just the center island on 22 that is overdeveloped. It is the other sides, too, going east and west. You have development uh, off to the one shoulder, development on the opposing shoulder, and development down the center island. Right. But I think what, what becomes problematic with the center isle in particular is the fact that, you know, most times that extreme left lane is the fast lane on most highways. It's, they're set up that way. That's the passing lane. That's the faster lane. Slower traffic keep to the right. But with the center aisle, with people having to exit to go into their favorite store or to come out of the store and merge into Route 22, you're merging and entering and exiting in the fast lane. And it just screws things up terribly. Yeah, that is, that's definitely part of the problem. It's definitely part of the problem. You, you, you can't, I, I don't know who had the bright idea of saying, oh yeah, well let's have traffic exiting and entering in the fast lane. What, what a great idea that is. It, <laughs> Maybe it was when they had horse and buggies and it didn't matter. <laughs> so, so, now, so now you have these people going down 22 at 50 miles an hour right. and better. And they decide that they're going to come out of the store. They're going to come out of the furniture store on the center divider. And I'm going to go into the shell station. Over there on the right. <laughs> over there on, on the right. And so I'm going to cut across. I'm going to pull into the high speed lane coming out of the furniture store. And then I'm going to cut across three lanes of traffic. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> to, get to, the, <laughs> to get to the shell station. That's an eighth of a mile down the road. Yeah, yeah. And I have four seconds to cross three lanes to get into the Shell Station. The other annoying thing about 22 in particular is the fact that the, the crossovers, like if you if you need to get to the other side, they're so distanced and far between that you have to like maybe go a couple miles out of your way before you can turn around. Or like you know you you because of the fact that the there is that center aisle when you are going someplace that maybe is actually let's say it's west of where you want to be so you go down twenty two west but the business is actually on the eastbound side mm. so you have to go west go past where you want to go look for a cut through or a, a jug handle and then come back again and it's it's you know it's it, it takes a little bit of uh navigating there really are very few places that i'm afraid to drive mm -hmm. but route 22 i mean i i've, I've come to make peace with it yeah. over the decades but it's still like if i don't have to take 22 would i would prefer to. not to <laughs> yeah yeah but i but i know what i'm getting into if i get onto route 22 
Now, when we were, you know, getting ready for this this show, I had like a flashback memory when I was learning to drive. The S curves on South Orange Avenue, those were the considered like your uh, passing ticket. Like if you can navigate those, yes, then you know you probably were going to pass your driver's test, and it was very terrifying. Less so now. And they've done a lot of building up there, and they've changed it, and I think they've they've put a different kind of divider system in there. So it, it's not quite as daunting as it was, but going through those S-curves, especially going in the one direction where you tend to be more downhill and you pick up speed, for a new driver, that was really <laughs> scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, you're, as you're coming down from South Orange... Right. No, and when you're when you're coming coming down from Livingston area. No, when you're coming toward you're going from Seth Orange toward Livingston. You think it's worse that way? It was, yes. Okay. Because it it goes down. In my head, it's it's it's. I don't know. <laughs> crazier going from Livingston down toward South Orange. Well, you're going from Livingston approaching the S curves. You're going down, but the actual S curves at that point are are ascending. Now I know a place where you absolutely panic if you have to drive there. New York City. New York, anywhere in New York City. Although I've done it a few times. Yeah. And I think for me, it's not, it's not even so much the traffic, it's the not being familiar with the road. If I don't know exactly where I'm going, and to me in New York there are more severe consequences like if you don't know where you're going you could wind up out on Long Island somewhere very quickly or into a tunnel or onto a bridge that you don't want to be on that that is more of what upsets me or terrifies me than the actual traffic pattern itself you know what about rudeness of New York City drivers they're not. They're not the they're politest not the, people not the nicest, in the world. They're not uh, going to cut you a break. No, but uh, that that doesn't even bother. Uh, that I'm kind of used to just drivers in general anymore. They're not exactly the nicest people. <laughs> but uh, well, that's true everywhere. But the, the uh, level know, of aggression today is yeah. really scary. But in but New York City, I, I've I've avoided for many for all my life. Just about the only couple of times I drove there was when your car broke down and I had to go in and rescue you. Right. right. <laughs> and other than that, I would not have done it. Yeah. See how much I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so we did ask some of our listeners to submit to us mm -hmm. areas that kind of creep them out for driving. Right. I was surprised that. Um, I think the majority of them, and we only had a few, were not in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder why that is, because mm. Route, Route 22 sucks. That's all there is to it. Well, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if, it, if it's a subliminal thing like my, my thing, where when you don't know where you're going, and you're relying on street signs, or you're relying on GPS to get you from point A to point B, and now you've got a road that's got like you know, some challenges on it, it, it just compounds the problem. So we heard from uh, Lenny, mm -hmm. and uh, Lenny says the I-95 bridges between Maryland and Virginia hate them. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm, I'm not sure if he's talking about the Chesapeake Bay Bridge No, because I, I went back when he uh, state sent that 
commenting. Yeah. And I was like, are you talking about the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel? He's like, no, I, I actually like that bridge. It's the other ones. Okay. Uh, we also heard from Kim. And she said, anywhere in Hudson County, especially now since I no longer live or drive there anymore. Mm. The Pulaski Skyway. Oh, yeah. Pulaski Skyway gets honorable mention. (laughs) Yes. Because, again, you have something which was built in the 19... I'm thinking the 1920s or early 30s. And they just did, over the last few years, a major rehab Mm -hmm. job on the bridge. I don't know if they improved it any. Traffic-wise, I think they basically were trying to keep it from falling falling into the swamp. Uh, But again, on the Skyway, you have these cattle chutes Mm -hmm. where you actually go below grade and you drop down into Kearney or you drop down into Jersey City. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you'll see cars in front of you go down this and they just disappear (laughs) and, and they just go out of sight. Or they just come up. You're right, right. You know? Uh, so I could see that being a little... Yeah, A definitely. little scary. Well, I, and the other road that I'm, I'm not a big fan of is New Jersey Turnpike. Because of all the tractor trailers? Because of the trucks and the tractor trailers. And then, it, again, if you don't know where you're going, between the eastern spur and the western spur and, you know, the spurs and stuff like that, I'm always afraid, am I, going, am I on the right one? And I, I just try to avoid that at all costs. The good as well. news is that if you're trying to get to the Lincoln Tunnel mm-hmm. and you're on the wrong spur, you're going to get there anyway because they both will take you up to Route Three. Okay. To get into 495 to go into the Lincoln Tunnel. If you're trying to get up to the George Washington Bridge, again, the two of them come back together when you get up toward Route 46 up by Ridgefield Park. Right. But what if you were trying to get to Newark Airport? And Again, you can get there, but you're, now you're going to be going out of your way. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. You know, it, it's if you're not in the, the, on the right spur, yeah. it, you know, that not all roads lead to Rome. <laughs> now, I will say this about the Garden State Parkway, mm-hmm. and I know I'm going to incur the wrath of some of our listeners who are motorcyclists. Mm-hmm. I believe they never should have allowed motorcycles on the Garden State Parkway. They never should have allowed trucks on the guard. There's still portions of it where you can't bring a truck, Mm -hmm. but they never should have allowed them on the parkway, period. I think, especially motorcycles, because, you know, you're driving along, and you're doing 60, maybe 65, and bad enough that you have cars flying by you at 85, 90 miles an hour. And, and, you know, if if you get up into Essex County, two-thirds of them are stolen, (laughs) you know, and and these cars are, are, you know, a a nice high-end Acura or a Cadillac or something, and you're driving along at 60, 65, and now they they go sometimes two, three in a row. Yep. They go flying by, weaving in and out of traffic, and I'm always, uh, where the hell is the state trooper? Yep. Where is the state trooper when this is going on? Uh, and then you add to that these motorcycles, which are capable of very high rates of speed. Mm-hmm. And you're driving along, and it's like, meow, meow, meow. you know how they, yeah. they just go zooming by, and they scare the hell out of you. And and they don't necessarily keep to any to a single lane. No, they weave. And they in weave and out. a lot, and sometimes like they travel in groups, like. 
I get it. There's like a you know maybe motorcycle a, club, a or club or event or something that they're they're going to yeah. together and they're traveling you know in a, a grouping, but there'll be like maybe two or three next to each other in one lane, and you know it, it's very it, it's very distracting. It's very disconcerting and, and you know dangerous. You know, and I'm I'm like like you said I'm not, it's not so much I'm anti motorcycle. I'm pro safety. And I think that their safety and the safety of the car drivers is really an issue when you're going at that kind of high rate of speed. I think we'll probably hear from uh, my buddy Ed Mm -hmm. out in Washington State because he is a motorcyclist. Oh, I know. And I think Ed had mentioned to me, and Ed, if you're hearing this show, uh, write me and explain it to me again. I, I think Ed had said to me, that they, for their safety, mm-hmm. they do have to travel at that rate of speed. There, there was a, there was a, a reasoning behind it right. why, why they do it. So Ed, right? <laughs> it's probably like thermodynamics or something. Or, if, I, if I haven't totally upset you, <laughs> for still friends, Ed, please write. <laughs> you know, let let us know about that. But yeah, yeah, I personally, I'm like, I think the Garden State Parkway would have been a a, a much safer place. Without motorcycles and without trucks. Right, right. But that's that's just me. Uh, another one of our listeners, Garen. Yes. He wrote that I-81 through the mountains of Pennsylvania in winter. <laughs> Nothing like painting a picture there. Just a little bit of precipitation and fog makes it nerve-wracking as a drive around the big rigs. Well, yeah, and that's part of the Jersey Turnpike thing that you have. You're driving right. around the big rigs, or an, another creepy one in, in Hudson County is truck one and nine. Mm-hmm. You can't bring trucks onto the Pulaski Skyway. Okay. You either have to take 78, which is the a part of the extension of the New Jersey Turnpike over Newark Bay. Yes. Or you can take truck one nine. And there you've got these creepy old drawbridges. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Over the Passaic River and over the Hackensack River. And so you're, and th- and that's all commercial traffic, you know, mm-hmm. all tractor trailer traffic, uh, and that can be scary as hell too. Yeah, yeah. I used to be much more, you know, as a newer driver, I was much more terrified of the the big rigs and the trucks. Now they don't. I won't say they don't bother me at all, but they bother me a lot less. I've I've learned to navigate around them and to understand. The, the ins and outs of driving and sharing the road with them so it's not as big a deal but i i would imagine that, that for new drivers it must be terrifying to drive there i think tractor trailer drivers are very they're very very safe drivers mm-hmm. and they are often referred to as the knights of the road that you know if you're in trouble you know, good chance a tractor trailer driver is going to pull over and try to help right, you. Right, right. And they are the knights of the road. And they know how to drive these huge rigs. Absolutely. The trouble comes very often when one of us in a little passenger vehicle yeah. cuts one of these guys off. And you can't stop a tractor trailer on a dime. No. You you know, it's like trying to stop, you know, stop an ocean liner <laughs> in the middle of the Atlantic on a dime. Yeah. You yeah. can't you do can't it. You can't do it, yeah. And and of course, because you have a, a tractor trailer, you actually have two vehicles that are hitched together. Mm-hmm. Okay, when that tractor trailer cab portion, the front of it, 
stops. The back end wants to keep on going. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's going to jackknife, you know, where right. the back end swings out. Yes, yes. And and people will say, oh, those darn tractor trailers. It's it, it's not. You know, there, there are certain things that you at the wheel of that tractor trailer that are going to be beyond your control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and that's how these things occur. Is, uh, if you're in a passenger vehicle, you have to respect the tractor trailer just because it's, it is much bigger, much heavier, much more powerful than you in your Hyundai yeah. are ever going to be. And you got to respect it. And the, the other thing that, that people don't take into account is the blind spots. If you're in a certain spot coming up alongside of a tractor trailer, there's certain spots that they can't see you. Yeah. And it, it can be very dangerous. And it's not the same kind of a blind spot as you have in the car. It's, it's a much bigger area and uh, very dangerous. I don't enjoy driving anymore. And I used to enjoy oh, it. Oh, I know you did. You know? And now, between the aggressive drivers that we have, mm-hmm. and a lot of these drivers today, it's like, F you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all me, me, me. It's where I have to be, where I got to go. I, you know, uh, and it's, there is no consideration for the drivers around them. Uh, everybody wants to fight you. You know, so you, you tap somebody's bumper and the guy jumps out of the car and he, he wants to knock the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah. uh, been there, done that, you know. <laughs> uh, it's just not enjoyable. You have people that should be paying attention to their driving and they're texting. Mm-hmm. They're texting. I had a guy coming home from work year, a few years ago uh, I'm on the Garden State Parkway and I'm going into the toll plaza and this guy rams into the back of my car. Thank God he didn't do any damage, but he gave me a heck of a, a jolt. Sure. Right. And I got and I look in the mirror and the guy has the phone the phone in his hand. Yeah. And I walk back to the guy's car and I went berserk. I absolutely lost my, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm screaming at this guy. You know, I was like, uh, just crazed, just crazed. Not saying it makes it right. Right. No, definitely not. But uh, but that, the guy, the guy had the phone in his hand, yeah. and I said, "You were on that phone, weren't you? You were on that phone." No, I wasn't on the phone. You were on the phone. Yeah, he still had the phone in his it's hand. It's in your but, hand. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's in your hand, and the screen is facing you. Yeah. Don't tell me that you weren't on yeah. the phone. Well, I think uh, I tried to make him eat the phone. Or something like that. <laughs> well, you know, road rage is for real. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Don't cut me off if you know it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Shall we? Uh, is it is it time for our quiz? I think so. Okay. All right. These, these are questions? baby boomers' questions right. from the baby boomer trivial pursuit, trivial pursuit. game. And uh, I have uh, one for you. Okay. Uh, this is from. And these are hard. Mm-hmm. These are hard. Um, let me go. Okay, what organization fights its battles 
with the Rainbow Warrior. What organization fights its battles with the Rainbow Warrior? What category is this? This is from uh, NN. Okay, that's like news, so it's a real it's a real organization. It's not like a, a yeah. Transformers oh, or no, something. Oh, no, 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 it's a real organization. So, can you just say it one more time? I'm sorry. Yes, yes. What organization fights its battles with the rainbow using the rainbow warrior? Okay, I'll reset the clock here. Okay. I think you might get it. Oh goodness! Um, uh, there's like there's two different things that are going through my mind when you say the rainbow thing. Remember the Rainbow Coalition with um, is it Jesse Jackson? Jesse Jackson. And I'm thinking, is it something with him, or is it no? Okay. Is it LGBTQ? No. Okay, one last one last guess. Okay. Meteorological Society. <laughs> okay, I give up. <laughs> oh for three. Oh for three. Actually it's Greenpeace. Oh, okay. The environmental right, okay. organization. All right. Yeah. If 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 they pull up if, if you're out there in the water and they pull up next to you in the Rainbow Warrior, you're 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 gonna have a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> well not if you're doing what you're supposed to right. be doing. Okay. This one I think you'll get. I'm going to be nice to you this week. Okay. Uh, this is on uh, RPM, which is mu- you know, music. Mm-hmm. What 1970 hit did Sesame Street put on the charts? I think I do know this. It's not that easy being green. No. Really? Really? Holy mackerel! But that that would have been a good guess. It was a damn good guess. Yes, the, the rainbow connection. But no, it wasn't that. No, no, I said rate being green. Oh well, it's not, it's not that, that either. Easy. Yeah, Kermit, <laughs> Kermit sang it. Right, right. Well, he sang the rainbow connection too. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's not that. What is it? Rubber ducky. Oh, for heaven's sake! Yes. Rubber ducky, <laughs> you're so fine. I'm so happy that you're mine. Yep, yeah. <laughs> well, that is going to do it for this week's edition of the uh, Sonic Boomers podcast. And you can write to us with comments, questions, suggestions for future shows. I yes. know we're going to hear from Ed. Uh, <laughs> at the Sonic Boomers at AOL.com. And of course, you can always comment on our Facebook page. And be sure to catch us on the YouTube channel. For those of you that are listening to the audio only, you can see us in living color in person on YouTube. We're on the YouTube. Yeah, we're on the... Just like Betty White was on on the the Twitter. Twitter. (laughs) And I'm uh, I'm trying to come up with a way for us to do some stuff on on TikTok, too. Some little TikTok-y things. Oh, okay. Okay. But uh, that to be down the road. Yeah, yeah, because... We don't have enough to do with this. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Pete Toriello. And I'm Maureen Toriello. And now, go out and make, make some, some noise. noise.